Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. How does a good Jewish boy, whose father is a lawyer working in the New York Supreme Court, fall so far into a degenerate lifestyle? Dr. Michael Brown shares his story and how it affected his dad and mum. I was born in New York City in 1955 and we moved to Long Island, so the suburbs of New York City, when I was about seven years old. And my mom and dad were very happily married. I had a very, very stable upbringing. My father was the senior lawyer working in the New York Supreme Court, so he was a respected man within the court. And I grew up as as many typical kids did in the suburbs. I I went to school. I didn't get in trouble. I I played sports with my friends. And life life was pretty normal in that respect. My dad was very liberal in his thinking. And, and because of that, I was raised in a very open-minded way, you could say. The first organ teacher my sister and I had, again, I was maybe seven, she was maybe 10. First organ teacher we had was an openly gay man, and uh, he would come with his partner and have dinner with us. The second organ teacher I had was a black man who was married to a white woman, which was almost unheard of in those days. And my father was a real friend to them when they lost other friends because of it. That's the environment in which I grew up. As, as far as being Jewish, we understood that we were Jewish. That was very real to us and very dear to us. But it was more there's us and them. I went to school with Gentile friends. They had their faith. I had mine. And when I got to be 13 years old and it was time to be bar mitzvah, my father wanted me to be bar mitzvah. Most of my friends were uh, in my Jewish community. Uh, but that that was kind of the extent of our religion. We we went to synagogue, uh, not on a regular basis. My dad would go more often than I would. Uh, I went when I had to for my Hebrew classes. And then when it was time for me to bar mit- be bar mitzvah, I was there. But my bar, bar mitzvah itself was more of a, of a social event than a spiritual event. Yeah. Because we weren't religious Jews. We were Long Island conservative Jews, which was much more nominal. The only interesting thing is I started playing drums when I was eight years old. My parents got me a snare drum, thought I'd like playing because I was tapping all the time. I started playing drums, and then the whole rock scene came about. When I was nine is when the Beatles came to the United States, and I saw my first rock concert when I was 13. I saw Jimi Hendrix in concert, and that really impacted me. It was so countercultural. I so wanted to be like the rock stars and and that's what then opened up the door for, for the downward spiral that came in my life beginning at the age of 14. 14. How did you actually, how did it come to you? Well, it came in two ways. In the one, on the one hand, the, the downward spiral, the drugs, the rebellion, part of it came through the music I was listening to. I didn't listen to the words. I was a drummer. I didn't catch the words as much as the overall feel, but but I did follow the lifestyles. I saw the rebellion. I, I saw that, that they were into sex, drugs, and rock and roll. The three kind of went hand in hand. That opened the door in that way. And then when I was 14 years old, a close friend <clears throat> asked me if I wanted to try getting high. And I thought, you know, I, I really like to. I, you're not supposed to do it. It's forbidden. Proverbs 9 says that the voice of foolishness, stolen water is sweet. And food eaten in secret, is, food eaten in secret is delicious. In other words, if it's illicit, if it's wrong, if, if it's off limits, you want it, you want to touch it, you want to, you want to have it. So, when, when that was offered to me, I thought I'm not supposed to, 
that heightened the curiosity. And then the fact that the rock stars did it, I thought, I want to try this. But when I got high at 14, I smoked pot, nothing happened. And the other person with me, they thought the drug was great, but nothing happened to me. Well, now I'm curious. Why did they experience it? And I didn't. Then I was hanging out with some friends and they were smoking hash, which was like the next drug harder. And I thought, well, let me try that. And they were saying, man, this is potent. It had no effect on me. Turns out my body just had a high resistance to drugs of different kinds or to drinking. So it took larger quantities to affect me. So very quickly, I started experimenting with other drugs. And by the time I was 15, I was shooting heroin. If you told me a year after I started getting high that I'd be shooting heroin a year later, I would have told you you're crazy. That was like for the inner city degenerate kids that robbed old ladies and and lived in the rundown tenements. That's what that was for. Not me. I'm a child of a Supreme Court lawyer and growing up in a nice home in the suburbs. I mean, that's that's how I thought of it. But I didn't realize that, that sin is deceptive. And that, as the old saying goes, sin will take you further than you plan to go and keep you longer than you plan to stay and cost you more than you plan to pay. And that's what happened. Instead of sin satisfying, it created an appetite for more sin and then for worse sin. And before you knew it, I was enslaved by sin. And all the while, boasting about it and thinking I was some great person. And how long did that last for? Well, I was a heavy drug user for two years. I became known as drug, mayor, drug Bear and Iron Man in my high school because I could take more drugs than anyone else in the school. That was just part of my sinful personality. I was full of pride. I was full of anger. I was degenerate in many ways. I, I lied to my best friends. I stole money from my own father. And I was proud of my sinful identity. I, I think it was John Bunyan or one of the Puritans who, who once said, first we practice sin, then we defend it, then we boast about it. So I was in the phase of boast about it. And my two best friends were playing in a rock band with me. We were all getting high together. I was the most degenerate, but they were close comrades with me. And they liked these two girls. And these two girls had an uncle who was a pastor and a dad who was praying for them. And little by little, they got drawn in and started going to church services. Little Italian Pentecostal church. They went multiple nights a week. And, and these people, mainly in the 40s, 50s, 60s, so an older crowd, uh, older traditional church music, but they believe that God healed today and there were miracles that happened. That, that got the interest of, of these girls. And they taught a lot about end-time prophecy, which they found interesting. So my friends, just to hang out with the girls, said, man, we're going to this really neat church. And Neat church? What are you talking about? <laughs> they were... Protestant. Uh, one, well, one was Methodist. I think one was Russian Orthodox, but they didn't know the Lord. They weren't really raised in, in, in a Christian home at all. Just totally nominal. And, and what happened was that um, they started getting drawn in. And little by little, they started to change. And then they saw the way I was going. I was shooting heroin more and more. And I, I literally, Chris, I literally watched my morals decline. Wow. From the inside, I watched my life and I thought, man, you're getting more and more sinful and more and more wicked by the day. But I thought, hey, that's cool. Look at who I am. You know, I didn't think of it as wickedness. I thought of it as, as, as uh, exciting. So they start praying for me. God's working in their lives. I decide I'm going to go to this church and pull them out. That was August of 71. The first service I went to, the young lady who knew me from high school wrote down in her journal, Antichrist comes to church. 
That's part one of Dr Brown's story. You can connect with him through his website, askdrbrown.org. And if you're struggling with addictions, call the Salvos on 13 Salvos. Light and life. The Salvos Weekly Radio Show.